0: You're tuning in to the Black Hollywood Live Network. Featuring news, interviews, and commentary on all things Black Hollywood. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is Black Hollywood Live. Geek nerd tech. Featuring a weekly roundup of tech news and gossip. Black Hollywood Live. Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black. And now, the host for Black Hollywood Live, Geek Nerd Tech. Welcome to Geek Nerd Tech, the show we
1: break down nerd culture tech news from a black and brown geek perspective. Time, cute, selling, slipping, slipping. Slippin. <laughs>
2: That's why you gonna buy that Apple Watch, huh?
1: Yes, yeah, so I got the Apple Watch. Definitely, company Apple Watch. We'll talk about that in a second. I'm Joe Braswell, joined as always by my man Akili Shine. What up? What up? How you doing? I'm Pretty good, man. Good, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, and also at the booth, we have the lovely Alexis Torres. Hi, Alexis.
3: Hey, everybody. What's up? How you doing?
1: Okay. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Good. Um we have a lot lots to talk about. We're gonna talk about uh we will get into the Apple keynote a little later on and, and really break that stuff down. We have some differences in opinion on all that. We'll talk about that. Uh well we'll let's check in with some video game stuff. Um talk about the Game of Thrones game and, and and some and some Grand Theft Auto stuff. Uh and we'll talk about South by Southwest and some other stuff. But first Let's get into it, man. We'll get into it with some tech news and, and start running out some tech stuff as always. Um One thing that we saw this week was Twitter is in talks to buy... Periscope, uh, which is, a, which, is a, which is a live streaming app. Now, I had never heard of Periscope. I don't know if I, you know. I'm, I, I have heard. I had, did hear of Meerkat. Yeah, which is Meerkat is in both Periscope and Meerkat they're very similar, are similar. What they do is they are uh, live, basically they allow you to similar to Snapchat, but instead of like recording inf- recording video and pictures, you can stream live to to your group of friends, to all right. your followers, and then comment and talk about things live, right. which is you know another way to have the conversation. I can see why Twitter wants this because Twitter is all about sort of having this real time conversation. Yeah. Um, but what, what do you think about this new phenomenon?
2: I mean, I think it's good. Like you said, the real time tent pole, tent pole um, activity. I think it's excellent for um, journalists or for activists or, or people that are are in in community um, situations where things just happen. Uh-huh. Like you're able to you know pull out your phone and boom, like you you have. The ability to live stream to all your, your audience, all your followers and, and then have the, the conversation that way. I think it's really cool. Um, versus, you know, you capture something, you might tweak it a little bit and then maybe an hour later or five minutes later, then you post it and you have to wait for that. Like it's real time. Like I think that's awesome that
1: the technology is that advanced where we can have that. Each person can have that access. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. I mean, I'm really, I'm really into it. It's, interesting to see how, you know, again, it's, it's in the app world and the technology world. Man, I mean, Snapchat, which is still evolving, uh, Snapchat it just came on the scene and kind of like really is challenging Instagram. Instagram is sort of like, you know, the standard now in terms of sharing photos right. and, and community-wise. Um, Snapchat's coming to challenge that in some ways, and, and they just have the fifteen eighteen $18 billion valuation, which we'll talk about later. Yeah. Um, and now here comes, you know, the Meerkat and Periscope, which does... You know, this new thing. And yeah. I, it really, it's really interesting to me what, which, which will emerge as the dominant way to be able to have conversations. For sure. I think it's good for Twitter too in terms of how they're monetizing the platform because it's another,
2: it's another tool that people can use, um, to, to obviously communicate, but it's another tool that advertisers can sure. use as well. And, and just think about how advanced the technology could go. Like, okay, I'm live streaming something and I can like dial you in, like I'm FaceTiming you and bring you into my feed. Now it's two cats yeah. having a conversation in real time to a whole audience. Like, I mean, the, the sophistication of it, like, I think it's there. It's
1: promising. And then when, t- when we talk about this, sort of the political ramifications of this, we talk about what we called instrumental Twitter and Facebook were in things like the Arab Spring and and some other some other things, some some real like real time revolutions. Um, this this is interesting because what if in a world where you where you're an individual and you have what if what if a Kim Kardashian let's say but so someone who has you know a 17 million followers what if she can do a live uh, anything and right. talk to 17 million people live in real time have them react in real time that's 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 real power that is like that that's instantly she's talking to more people than she's ta- she's doing Super Bowl numbers yeah you know like yeah, theoretically theoretically, theoretically. So yeah. that, that that's some real power uh, whether whether it's used for entertainment purposes or political purposes so. yeah I
2: think. I think that's it. I think I think it's it's definitely a useful tool. Uh, I think it's something that I would personally adopt into into my usage of Twitter.
1: Yeah. Like I think it's cool. I think it's dope. I think it's a smart move for them. It's also good for content creators like us to be able to come up think of new ways to be able to create content right. that we can give to either our immediate people or for other people, you know, who who have giant following, absolutely. So that, that's interesting. Uh, as we're as we're spitballing here in the air, like let's create something for Kim Kardashian <laughs> to get to her followers. <laughs> uh, all right. Speaking of which, speaking of celebrities, uh, Lady Gaga back playing. Uh, back <coughs> Lady Gaga had to have this the app that was really being developed for about four years. It's um, been about fourteen million dollars in developing this app, yeah. and as I understand it, you can correct me if I'm wrong. It, it was a it's a social media. It's a kind of a a, a closed and it's a closed social media situation. So yeah. basically if you're um a Lady Gaga follower or fan, yeah. you can interact with other people in the Lady Gaga universe yeah. as a social media platform. Right. Which the idea become is behind that she has all these monsters. They who, have the little uh, monsters. The little monsters yeah. who love her and follow her and and, and interact in a very rabid fan base. So here's an opportunity for her to create something so the monsters can have a whole giant community right. of which they can do it. So in theory on paper it sounds like a great idea yeah. but actually execute that is a whole other
2: thing. Yeah, executing has been it's been a whole other thing. I mean, they've invested so much money into it and they haven't really had a ROI on it. Or keep like yeah, I mean and it it's been um, to the point where they had to fire staff and close down offices and they've even changed the name. The name is called Place. Right. So the concept is exactly that where you create your own social network, your own community and you can have it, uh, nuanced based on how you want to present yourself. For instance, like you go on to LinkedIn to present yourself professionally. Right. You go on to Facebook, maybe it's more socially, you show more, you show more intimate things of, of your life. Right. But this, this is, this is actually taking that model and, and, and putting it into one place. Right. That's why they call it Place. So I could have a, a network of people that I engage with just professionally. And I can have a network for my for my music my music following or my film whatever and so that's that's the whole principle of it. So I
1: would, I would call it my place, <laughs> like <laughs> my space. What could huh? go wrong with that name? Uh, no. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. I don't yeah, know. I, I, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not sold on lukewarm. it. I'm lukewarm. Yeah. Best.
2: I don't think people will adopt and come over. I don't. I, I think people are. Are entrenched in 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 the big guys, you know what I'm saying? And for 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 a small startup like this to 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 carve a market share
1: of people that want to start their own network, I just don't see it. I I really don't. And it's interesting, like we talk about small startups. I mean, man, fourteen million dollars that's a that's a big that's a big raise. That's a huge investment. I mean, fourteen million dollars puts them at almost like a a close to like a hundred million dollar valuation, and that's like that's really that's a lot and for you know and apparently you know I don't know it, it didn't it didn't work out that way clearly it's not worth a hundred million dollars or 80 million or even 14 million for that matter so uh, well, he, I, I will say this I think it's smart to see
2: artists entertainers get into the tech space like this because obviously she understands her power as a brand and having an audience like that an avid audience a passionate audience and be able to figure out a way to monetize her audience other than tours album sales whatever like this is smart but right. too bad it's not
1: working but I can yeah. see I could see someone else coming and and, and molding it and innovating this. And, and look, they're, they're, I, I'm not mad at the, the idea of taking, you know, a power, a force like Lady Gaga, but Kim Kardashian. There's these people who, who literally who walk around yeah. with giant followers and, and literally millions and millions and millions of people who will are hanging on their every word. So right. to figure out a way to sort of, I don't say monetize, figure out a way to, to, to activate all those fans yeah. is, is, is still something that we're all, everyone's trying to figure out. And this right. was an attempt at it. Yeah. Just it looks like a failed attempt. So we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll see how the, what, what, what plays. Looks like, and what the new thing is. Um, next, we'll talk about um, uh, that Snapchat. <coughs> our guys over at Snapchat, uh, my man Evan Spiegel and, and the gang, that we they famously you know turned down uh, Facebook. Um, when Facebook wanted to buy them for, for a 10, for a 10 bill or three, initially three bill or a 10 bill? I think it was initially three bill. They turned mm-hmm. it down. Everyone, everyone made fun of them. Then it came back and it was a 10 bill. Everyone made fun of them now. So now, who's laughing now? They're, they're evaluated at 19 billion dollars. So, that's crazy. What, well they, they were evaluated at 15 billion. And so what they've done with that 15 million dollar valuation is, of course, you know, and this is so weird the way this all works because we live in a world where, Snapchat is still, we don't know what the end game for Snapchat is. Right. I'm not even sure Snapchat is cash positive at this point. They can't possibly be. Right. But, you know, but, you know, they, they, the people have, have so predicted in, in what they, what they will be that They've evaluated them at fifteen billion. So what that means is they can go out, and what that valuation means is they can go out and raise money to operate Snapchat, to build Snapchat that they want that they want it to be. Yeah. So in this case, raising fifteen billion means they can go out and raise five hundred million dollars in liquid cash, which is what they've done. Yeah. So so they so they went from zero to five hundred million dollars in, in in liquid cash in a, in a, in a round funding, and people are lining up, yeah. like can't get fast enough, to to get to that five hundred yeah. billion. And now this this story is that. The Chinese commerce e-commerce place I can't remember Al- Alibaba or Al- Alibaba, uh, which is the giant. Alibaba's the biggest social network thing in China, right? Uh,
2: well, they the, they are essentially they 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 provide services. It's like it's a B two B model. They provide services to other businesses in okay. terms of like. They're just providing infrastructure, how they how they navigate their business sales, how they manage that their records. So that's what they're known for in China.
1: Okay, doing that. Well, Alibaba's coming in for two hundred million. That's, not, yeah, that's, that's almost that half one company. <laughs> well, what, no, but that's what I thought. Like, well, that's almost half. And I looked again; they're coming in for two hundred billion on top million, million. To 200 million <laughs> <laughs> on top of the five hundred million. Right. Uh, so, so that means Evan Spiegel, uh, he's smiling because he has seven hundred million dollars of liquid cash now. Yeah, raising their valuation from fifteen billion to nineteen billion. This is all makes my a head swim. It's crazy. It's got to me. Didn't, didn't exist three years ago. I know. <laughs> <You> it's, know?
2: <laughs> it's crazy to me in the sense that we're seeing we're seeing a lot of a lot of these VC um, these venture capitalist moves with with companies like a lot of these new companies are funded by you know outside investors yep. and like that's 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 a new territory we don't really see that I, and I think I read a statistic saying that they're they're the third largest VC funded company. And I think um, Uber's is, is number two. Mm-hmm. Like, But just seeing these new tech companies get all this capital from these outside sources and just building this monstrous
1: empire. Oh. Well, I also read um, something interesting. I was just reading this yesterday about how we're in kind of a VC bubble right now. We're in yeah. a funding bubble. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of these, a lot, you know, a lot of the old school guys who are around for the, for the tech burst, uh, for the, the initial bubble the burst, first one, yeah. you know, um, when all people were dumping all kinds of money into tech companies and making websites and you know like you know 25 year old guys were having you know Van Halen play at their launch party and stuff you know burning stuff. burning money and burning money all that stuff and then it all burst and technic- right. so that all happened so there's a lot of people around from that first round of of tech uh, that first tech bubble that are still skittish. Yeah. But so then still really smart about that. But what's happened now is there's a whole bunch of money that were not around for that. Of course. And all they've seen is with the proliferation of of, of Twitter, Facebook, Google, Amazon, uh, with, with those guys growing. And then yeah, uh, in like, the wake I, of I want to get in there too. Exactly. In the wake of all those multi-billion dollar companies growing, you have all these apps. Yeah. All these apps growing in, in you know like like Snapchat and others yeah. that are just growing and growing and growing. So you have this BC Budding, there's more money out there than ever. Never. People are yeah. writing checks like like no other. And, and
2: you foresee that there's going to be another burst. Yeah, there has to yeah.
1: be. Though, we're, we're, this bubble is so giant right it's now. It's fat. I mean, I'm looking at my man who, like, again, who was, you know, three years ago like trying to figure out what he's going to do, and now he's sitting on $700 Bees. billion dollars in cash. Yeah. You know, and that went into $19 billion. Like, you know, it's really really phenomenal. So we'll mm. see. I mean, it's, it's it's a good time to uh, to uh, ask for money right now and then have, have a great idea and go out That's it, it's a these. good time to have an idea right now it's a good now. time <laughs> to have an idea so we'll see because uh, there's a lot of money out there and we'll, hopefully this bubble does not burst anytime soon uh, okay this is a little different we're shift gears a little bit because this is a story that uh, Lola or producer Lola like, liked a lot and it, it, it is uh, the geek in the making this is, this young girl uh, is Pam. 10 years old Kill Esther it. Esther Okade who's a British Nigerian um, you know she's a Nigerian uh British-born and raised, Nigerian descent. Uh, she's ten years old, and she is going for her PhD yeah. in math, math, and math. Yeah, absolutely, like she's killing Kill me. It. I mean, I, I get you would only say Doogie Howser; it's kind of overused, and maybe it's, maybe it's even a, a dated reference at this point. Stuff all, but I cannot <laughs> wrap my head around a ten-year-old who's saying stuff like you know. Um, the type of math I love, real math, theories, complex numbers, all that type of stuff. It's super easy to yeah. me. Like, what is she talking about?
2: She's, man, she, What are you, what is she talking about? <laughs> this is what it should be. And it's good to see a story like this, to see, you know, our people reflected like this. It happens all the time, but we don't see it reflected in the media. Right. And it show, like her ability, um, and her family's ability to, to nurture that at home. Because sure. the article actually said that in, in the UK, UK, they're forced to go to school, I believe, at five years old. Yep. Up until that point, she was at home learning, learning, learning constantly constantly. It shows the power of, of, of good parenting and, and creating a nurturing environment where she can explore, imagine, and develop herself. So sure. I, I think it's awesome to see her it's so advanced, killing it, like you said. Um, and with math, like because a lot, of, a lot of people of color, especially in this country, don't have access to um, resources or books or anything, right. or even the internet. There's a digital divide. So to see her in, in like the STEM, the STEM
1: subject—science, technology, engineering, math—killing it at that yeah. age. Like, it's, it's a good example for other young kids. It's, it's absolutely a good example for other young kids. And we talked about this in, a por- in the past. You know, the STEM in the Western countries, especially the United States. You know, STEM is is down. Like, we don't, we don't, with nobody doing science, engineering, math, and technology. uh You know, <laughs> where, where are the next Neil deGrasse Tyson's? Where are the next anybody's? where it? You know, so uh hopefully, you know, we, we get more of her so we can really because we can't do. Everything with, uh, you know, video games, and everybody's good at Call of Duty. Everybody's good at, uh, you know, streaming. Uh, you know, with, uh, good, at, good at playing or you know, interacting with it. Right? <laughs> but we need we need some the de- developers, developers, designers, exactly. Yeah. So some math is math is key. So I, I'm good to hear that. Although I still can't wrap my head around that she is ten years old and doesn't even have the capacity to have to know. Been ten years old on the planet, Man. and she can't, and she's doing complex theoretical math in, in a, at a PhD level. Man. I can't wrap my head around. Is she that. An AI? <laughs> I know she. I'm, she's, she's Watson. I know, right? <laughs> she's the Watson's baby. Okay, uh, so moving forward, this is a story coming out in the rap Hollywood. I like the Hollywood website talking about uh, the importance of Twitter. Uh, this is kind of like things that we we didn't. We, of course, we feel like we knew, but the importance of Twitter um, as it relates to uh, casting. And it's interesting, like the the who these top sort of ten actors on Twitter are. Uh, Jim Carrey is down at fourteen million, which you would think Jim Carrey is not that as relevant as he used to be, but he still carries fourteen million followers on Twitter. It goes all the way up to Justin Timberlake, who's up at forty three million. Now, why this is significant is they're saying that you know when, you, when when people are casting you for roles be it now a movie or a television show these are some of the metrics they look at now mm-hmm. because they want to make sure this, that they, we have real time you know we, before we had Q ratings and other things we can figure out like what who people want to see in their, in their past box office but when, in the case of like a Kevin Hart or even a Demi Lovato, like she has no past box office, yeah. but you know she had 27 million followers. So I might cast her yeah. in my joint. Yeah,
2: this you know? is a form of direct advertising. Yeah, um, they're siphoning off their audience to be able to advertise for either the TV show, the film, or, or even if it's a, a commercial advert. Right. And I, I mean, you, you even see this on 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 a smaller level, not with like A list actors. You see, it with is like a guy just trying to go off, go out on his first audition to land a commercial. Yeah, like they ask, "What is your social media like?" It's sure. almost like you have to put it on your your headshot or your resume like right. is that that much important because of because of what we'll probably talk about with like HBO and Netflix later on in the show, because people aren't really watching TV in the traditional sense, like you want to be able to speak to an audience, and if you know that the people that you're casting already has an audience and they follow you because they love you, like that makes it easier for you to sell the show and, and continue yeah. the show. So.
1: Yeah. I wonder. And this back to our earlier conversation about sort of the you know using technologies like Meerkat and Periscope, like so Justin Timberlake has 43 million followers, Ellen has 40 million. Like mm-hmm. again, in that technology, if he wants to do a special message or a special concert. To Man. his followers only, Man. and do like I'm gonna sing. I'm gonna sing, you know, the first five bars of my new song. Or I'm in the studio right now once you. Got, I'm my 43 name. million dollars to hear it. Right, like that's that's that's, that's incredible power. Like, that's really a, have that captive audience, and that it'll be interesting to see how that moves forward. But Man. anyway. um you know, speaking of captive audiences, However, I have, yes. I'm sorry. I had to make this
2: point. I think it sucks though for the actor that is starting out. Uh-huh. Be, that is a that is a journeyman actor that staged that wants to do stage, TV, and film that hasn't really got their feet wet in the industry. But because they have, but they're really good. They're yeah. very they're very they're technically good. Sure. But because they don't have a following, they don't get the opportunity. That sucks. Well, I hope it doesn't come to that. I mean, it obviously,
1: is obviously we would like to believe that this is one of the factors that we'll use into in casting people, not the only factor, because obviously there's a lot of people that can out-act Selena Gomez you know, and Jennifer Lopez for that matter but you know you know, the, yeah it, it, hopefully that's not the only factor because you want to have some good talent there too, but we'll yeah. see um, again, but speaking of good talent <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I'm trying to be the same it's terrible uh, uh, Empire Empire, Empire, man, Empire is still doing its thing, um, the, the, the new episode on Wednesday, which I actually haven't seen yet did you watch Wednesday? Yeah, I have seen it Okay, so I, I missed I miss that one um and but you know the story we talked about before uh, the 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 <coughs> joint that 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 Estelle and my man Jamal did uh, what's my man's real name? Just
2: Jesse.
1: Yeah, Jesse uh, Smollett. Jesse Smollett um, did. It reached number four on iTunes. This yeah. is unprecedented. This is like this is kind of what was happening with uh even uh, even like American Idol when they would do drop a song yeah. afterwards, all their stuffs on iTunes. The voice is the same thing. Yeah. Glee did, did this too, yeah. but nothing really was really top was really cresting uh, at top five levels. Glee did, but it didn't sustain. Right, except for Glee, Glee had a couple. So what, you know, we talked about this before, but what do you think of this? I mean,
2: I think it's huge. I think, and I, I actually want to shoot you a question on this one. In terms of, do you think? I mean, both both shows, Glee and, and Empire, you know, produced by Fox. Do you think that um, Glee birthed Empire conceptually, and do you think that Empire will will transcend Glee numbers or as as a as a, as a, as a uh, that's a popularity thing in terms of like how it's how it's presented or seen in 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 our culture.
1: Uh, yes and yes. I mean, yes to the first one. I mean, uh, the in terms of like you know, did did, did Glee give birth to Empire? Of, of course, because it, it's a com The conversation went something like, "We want the Black Glee." Like, th- there's a giant audience out there. How do we get this audience? That's the first question, right? And then so you bring in, you know, uh, you, you know, you bring in uh, your boy uh, Lee Daniels, my uh, boy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Willie Daniels, and then he gets with Brian Grazer and, you know, David Strong and some <laughs> other folks. But, like, then it's like, okay, now that we've, we've going to conceive something, then how do we do uh, what, what Glee was able to do? Because what, what, Fox really sort of paved the way for this. Yeah. They did it with American Idol. Yeah. You know, everybody's followed them. They Ooh. did it with Glee. So, this is, that's kind of what they do. So, to Innovators. say that they, they innovated in the space, and I'm not sure if they, if, if this was already done in the UK, which I'm pretty sure already was done in the UK first, but in America, they definitely pioneered the space. So, yeah, it's like, how do we get this audience? Right and it's music and so no brainer once you make the show about music and you bring in Timberland that it's I think that that was part of the, the concept of the show yeah. like we have to figure it's, out a way to sell this music and to get this audience because
2: it has a sense of uh, of realness it has a yes. sense of authenticity the difference I think between Empire and Glee is that I think um, well that I like about Empire is that number one obviously it's original music it is niche I mean it is hip hop and R&B music versus Glee was covering all different types of music uh-huh. and I feel that I feel what Glee has over Empire is that because they they they, they used all different types of music they they spoke to more of a a wider net yes, sure. niche and i think the people that followed or watched Lee were more like t- teenage audience this is more like an adult audience so well I, yeah. think, I think it might it might be more challenging for empire to like have such more of a bold statement than Glee, being that this is the last season of Glee and Empire's first season. Like it's almost like passing of the baton, but I don't know if, if Empire will ever grow to the status of a Glee. That's it's what are,
1: I'm... it's already it's already has. You think so? It's already I mean, just number well, number wise. It's the it's the it's the one of the old, it's the only TV show in history that continues t- to grow. Right, like, right every episode, it's near right. huge, right. and it's still growing. Right, like and it's like it's there's no it's not even flattened out yet. But it, you know, no. that day will come. That day will come. But but my point is, I think that where it is now is where it's already already. Passwordly was at his height, right? And you know, and you're right when you're talking about. Uh, you know, capturing audiences. Glee was very specifically trying to look for a young, you know, the young millennial audience, which they did successfully, which is a very highly coveted audience. The only other, other, only other audience that's more coveted than, than the millennials are the uh, the black folks, you know, the, minority, the minorities. <laughs> so, Fox says seventy percent of people that watch Empire are non-black. Well, that they but they got the black. But, but <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. But but like the other stat is like eighty percent of of seventy-five percent uh, of black households are right. watching. Glee, We're watching uh, Empire, right. so they had, they they killed all the birds, with, sure. you know, with with, with with one stone.
2: The thing I think that's dope about Empire is that they're able to, and I think this is the difference between because they're doing covers. They're, I don't, and I don't know if my man owns his his, his music. I know he writes, I know he produces, yeah. but he's creating a brand outside of the show Empire. Like he's right. he's establishing, he's signed to, to Columbia Records. Yeah, he's sure. establishing himself as a brand as a real artist. Nothing matters, but is he straight in real life? Or gay in real life. I believe I believe that he's gay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm not all the way sure. I, right. I think so. I think I read something like that. Interesting. Yeah.
3: Well it's funny because um the there was an interview about it because I think one of his co-hosts accidentally threw him under the bus saying that he was, but mm. he doesn't want anybody to really care about his right. choice of sexuality. sexuality. Right. They just kinda wanted to he just wanted to know that I'm here for the music. I'm here for for acting. It, it shouldn't matter if I'm gay or straight. I like
1: this. He, he hasn't really. I haven't really read anything about like. I mean, I'm mean, i sure there wants to be a thousand think pieces on what it's like to be gay and play gay. But it's one thing to talk about being a gay character, right? Which is fine. But like you know, I mean, to him to keep his own personal sexuality out of it, I think is very interesting.
2: La- and so. last note for me, they had last night. Um, I think they had a they had a red carpet premiere thing of, of the last the last episode that's gonna that's gonna show show next week. Wow! And they actually came out um, and performed. I think a few songs. My man, who works for Fox, was telling me that this morning. It was, he said it was awesome. It was a, wow. a whole theater filled with people going crazy, and he said that performance was off the chain. Oh, wow. He said there was a sit-down conversation with the whole cast. And Why like, were we invited to this? I know, I know. <laughs> it, it was not even on my
1: radar. We should have been there. Oh though. man! But it Don't seemed like a that. whole, it seemed yeah. like a whole lot of fun. Okay, well, cool. That, 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 that's cool. Um, moving on really quickly. Uh, uh, blurred lines, the ver- the verdict. I just want to just touch on it real quick. Verdict's out. Uh, Pharrell and, uh, your boy, uh, uh, Thick have to pay. I can't deal with you. I can't deal with you. <laughs> <laughs> have to pay the gay family $7.3 <laughs> million if you weren't paying attention. Blurred lines sounds an awful lot like, uh, got to give it up. I really want to know what you guys think about this. Because
3: oh. I can hear it, but it's not so similar. It's oh, like, oh my god. It's, it's, really? it's
1: there. Yeah, it's there. And I think that, well, what, what, disagree. What, 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 what came out to me, what, what, what killed them is that in the conception of the song, uh, an executive told uh, Pharrell or someone along the way, "I want I want to, I got to give it up." Type song. And I don't know, if and obviously Pharrell is sophisticated enough not to just take the song and sample it, and I, but it, it does feel like it's in the spirit of that song. And, and that's 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 the point of it. That's yes. the whole yeah, argument. Yeah, he said
3: he was inspired. Yeah. Right? yeah,
1: you're supposed to be
2: inspired by your predecessors. Right. I mean, art is, it, art is developed based on what has happened before. Yeah. So you're adding on to it, you're you're molding it, you're changing it. And that's what the argument is. there's never been a precedent set in music where you can't create your own music even though it's similar to something. Yeah. Like he didn't sample it, it's not an inter-
0: interpolation yeah, this, of it. This like a, yeah. it's just own playing
2: uh, Yeah. It's no it's no stealing of lyrics, it's no yep.
0: stealing
1: of melodies. It's a rhythmic thing, if anything. Yeah. Like, how could you how could you sue sue that? Yeah, and then not to mention like it is very much uh he's playing but it's 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 it's, it's all per- that that per- it's all percussion based. And yeah. That's all like sort of Pharrell's yeah, pretty like thing. It's, it's the, not even the percussion, it's the baseline yeah, that the, the, the argument yeah with. that's yeah. right.
3: Do you know that they're looking into happy also?
2: Wow! I didn't know that.
3: Yeah, wow. I saw. I was I, I was scrolling through. um I think it was either Facebook or Entertainment or something like that. And they were like, "Oh, we're looking into Pharrell's Happy now." And I was like, "Really? This, now yeah. we're just now we're just trying well, to get whatever we can get."
1: I, I agree because then because then like look that whole his, first of all his whole album, uh, uh, "Girl," which is amazing, amazing. The whole album's derivative. The whole album's inspirational of all kinds of hearts back to so many different to old Quincy Jones or Rod Tipperton stuff to like all kind of stuff, like all kind of influence you can hear through that. And then also. Uh, the Daft Punk record, like all—I all, mean, gr- granted, you had uh, uh, what's my name—the guitar, uh, from Niles. Sheik. Had, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had Niles there, uh, but like he's—that's all derivative stuff. That whole Man. sound is Man. basically. You know, that's, and that, what are that, we that, talking about here? And that was a sound for a whole decade, damn near. Yes. You know, like a lot of artists had that sound
2: or very similar sound. And then don't get but, me started
1: on, uh, on on Mark Ronson, uh, 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 Mark Ronson, who who I love, but his whole thing as a producer, from Adele to whoever he's doing, is 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 super derivative. And if you look at his Bruno Mars uh, Uptown Funk, that's, man, that's oh, the without print. that's
2: the more stand of the time.
1: Without question, that's, I mean,
2: you can make it, the argument for, for a lot of things. Half the hip early hip hop records yes. had the same drum beat, I the know. same drums, F- funky drummer. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I, I want to ask you guys, do you think um, the copyright laws, being that they were established, I believe, in the 20s or 30s, do you yeah. think they're antiquated? Do you think they, they communicate where we are no. um, with, with with music and how, how music is consumed, bought, um,
1: shared? Do you think the copyright laws speak to where we are? Uh,
3: I don't know about that.
1: No, the copyright laws do not. They can't. They're very antiquated because, because we, I mean, when you're talking about playing something on uh, you know, a pricking harpsichord or <laughs> or the street I don't is, hate on the harpsichord. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no, How it's, dare it's, you! Is extremely different from what the sophistication of what we're doing in a, in a forty-eight, you know, hundred whatever track studio doing all, all kinds of sounds and what we're doing. I mean, this is way more sophisticated, especially in the digital, you know, EDM digital electronic world. I mean, yeah. so many things are happening in the hip hop world. Uh, I mean, it's just different, and so it's really hard when you're creating these these levels of sounds and when you're doing these things and these level, levels of arrangements like like the top producers like Pharrell and like Mark Ronson, who, who I love, are doing. I mean these are these are guys in their thirties, you know, I mean, who who have a late thirties who have a, a giant uh, wealth of music and influences are using all what they've known to create something new for this generation. I mean, I've used these guys in particular because why I love them both is they remind me, because they're, they're, they're close to my age, and they remind me of, of of the music that I grew up with, and they're bringing that to yeah, the forefront. Yeah. And so I love and, Uptown Funk. And like, a, revised, a revised energy to it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Do you
2: feel, the last question for you guys, do you feel that, um, the gay family, um, were trying to protect Marvin Gaye's legacy, or they were trying to, trying to uh, fill their pockets?
1: Uh, I don't know that they were... Money. T- they just want money. <laughs> yeah, I think it, it's definitely a money thing. I think that it was... Uh, there, there's, I think there is something about uh you know, l- looking up and being, uh, you know, looking up and seeing Alan Thicke, you know, a, a white dude up there, up front, sort of doing his sort of soul hijacked <laughs> black music thing. Oh, dear. And then, no, I'm just saying, like, if I'm in the gay family on the couch, I'm like, that's my, that's my dad. Yeah. Like, that's my Uncle Gay, you know, my Uncle, Uncle Marvin's music. Like, what, who do you think he is? Like, with his sunglasses and his <laughs> little pompadour. Like, yeah. you know, there's something to that. I think that just probably that's what fueled it. Right you gotta
2: add on to the history of of black music in this country in terms of it, a lot of it being stolen yep. a, lot, I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of it being copied and, and or artists that didn't get credit for for sure. birthing something and, sure. and a white artist being credited for it I mean we still we still even see that to this day like even with hip hop um, with, with, with your girl what's your girl's name
1: oh uh-oh. Which one? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Uh, uh, it, don't say Iggy Azalea. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> you know,
3: you know <laughs> Really? Ask, Do we really just bring it, her up? Don't say <laughs> <it>, my
1: girl. <laughs> Your
2: girl. You bought the album, went to the concerts. <laughs> oh, oh <laughs>
1: stop. There a, there's a really, really hilarious uh, SNL sketch, though, by the way, with Kate McKinnon on Iggy Azalea. Which is, <laughs> oh, I don't, have I you like seen that? It? I haven't seen that. I have, have you seen
3: that? It's hysterical.
1: It is hilarious. <laughs> I'm going to play it for you afterwards. But okay. yeah, to, speaking to that that. That same thing Excuse me, I'm off mic for a second um, But oh, okay, yeah, well, I well, mean, good. I
3: feel like I feel like I understand where they're coming from You know, in that perspective of like Hey, that sounds really familiar They took that But I mean, like I said He said in interviews before That he was going for a Marvin Gaye kind of feel He was inspired by it But I feel like they didn't take that in perspective They took it as like Oh no, he he stole it from I us I'm Miguel too then yeah,
2: his
1: his, song, his music sounds just like Marvin Exactly. So, I mean, like come on, you want Prince suing all Prince? Cause Prince needs to sue everybody. I don't think I don't think Prince
3: <laughs> even cares. He's just like, oh, I you mean, know, Michael, I feel Michael
1: honored. Michael Jackson needs <laughs> yeah. to sue everybody. Michael Jackson needs yeah. to sue all these guys. He needs to suit Usher, Jade, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> Michael Jackson would <laughs> be silly enough, you know. It's, 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 I don't know. I exactly. don't know. I think it's what, just the family. The
3: it's just the family being butthurt. I feel.
1: I I, I agree. So I don't know. I don't. Well, I think it's a little more than that, but I but I agree that that's part of it. Anyway, moving forward, Chappie. I didn't get a chance to see Chappie. So I can't review. I think it. that's a
2: good thing. You didn't get a chance to see it. I saw. I
1: went, oh, let's get the, <laughs> the chapter review because I really wanted to see it and talk about it because I love uh, Neil Blom- Blom- Blomkamp, but uh, I don't like my man with the chains. <laughs> 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 like, I, I really uh, that, is so, bad. that I hear, is so bad. I hear that it's visually amazing because that's what he does, but it's like stories kind of meh. He's not a filmmaker. He's not. I don't know, District 9 was solid.
2: Okay, District Nine was still solid. solid for that time and solid for for that concept, but for him to regurgitate it every time—well, no, but District Nine was solid.
1: Elysium, I don't feel it up. I don't give it up. Well, it was a, it was a. In, in box office oh, for numbers, sure. I think I think Elysium oh. was uh, was probably like a, a C C+. It That's wasn't bad. A- <laughs> I, don't know, I, don't know. I don't know. I just I'm a arrogant. lot.
3: Of, a lot of people said the same thing. There, like I was just talking to Marissa, who is a host on AfterBuzz. If yep. you guys want to check her out, uh, she was actually telling me that it's not that great. Also on Anatomy of a Movie, because we're talking about it there too. Um, that there's a lot of uh, half and half. Uh, I've heard that some people really liked it, and some people really, really didn't like it. Like some I people really wanted to it. watch walk out wow. of the walk theater. out? Yeah. yeah. I'd be really mad like, I have about a few it. friends that are like, I was this close.
1: Damn. I yeah. am chappy. <laughs> chappy, chappy, chappy. Stop.
3: <laughs> Just stop. I'm going to see it uh, this weekend. I'm so going to see it too, I might man. Give, I'm going to give it. my
1: review for I'm next gonna, week. I'm going to see
2: it on my uh, TV at home. I, I watch. Don't,
3: don't <laughs> do it.
1: <that. laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's uh, this is touch a little bit on South by Southwest. Uh, we, uh, are we Are we not going? We're not going, man. Okay. Oh, going. that makes me sad. I want to go. Okay, so we we, we we thought we were going, but we're not going. But lots happening in South by Southwest. Um, just really quick touch, you know, just music. I mean, I don't even. I, I don't even know if we should go through all this because there's so much. But. I mean,
2: I say we we we, we just we cover it next week after we know what the big hits are. Sure. Um, but I mean, for those of you that don't know what South by Southwest, it's one of the better festivals because it, it incorporates everything from music, film, TV, all the way to technology. It's perfect for the for people that listen to this show. It's a perfect place to go to explore and to, and to see new releases and right. interact with. Uh, some of your favorite celebrities and, and inventors and, sure. and
1: developers, all that good stuff. So I think this this is waiting for us. This is television. <laughs> they need to do that in there. That's all, right, the right. one that they need. But right, right, right. Like to, That's a great. That's a great uh, logo. logo. Yeah, for yeah, sure. A good, good design. Yeah. I right. like the way, they, the way they do that. All right. So before that, but I, we'll move away from that. But I do um, I do want to talk about um, some video game stuff. I, I want to, I want Alexis. I want, you to, I want to ask you about um, a, yeah. a couple things. Uh, this, this Game of Thrones uh, game, which, you know, Game of Thrones, we're about a month away from Game of Thrones. Yeah. Can't wait. Uh, it's going to be a big season. It's it's really, you know, uh, the, the the hype for the Game of Thrones season four, I think we're in, is, is yes. insane. Uh, but also, there's this game that people are freaking out about. Like, what's going, what's going on with this thing?
3: Okay, so Telltale Games, who's usually pretty big with Walking Dead, that's pretty much where they made most of their um their fame. Uh-huh. Um, I apologize, uh, Sorry. but um, <clears throat> so uh, they only have two episodes out. It's going to be, I believe, five to six episode um, um uh, episode long. I'm I'm g- not quite sure. I have to do more research on it. But I've played the first two, and uh, my. Ooh.
1: Oh. Let, me, let me back up a little bit. So sure. when you say episodes, like explain to me, like I know I know what the Walking Dead game is like, but just ex- explain this really.
3: It's literally like, the same thing. But
1: really? so, so yeah. b- But what does it mean? Like you, you, so, you say episodes. <coughs> like how does Okay. It, it, so
3: what ends up happening? It's not. Um. It's not really like it pretty much is with the Walking Dead game it pretty much takes um, a character his name's Lee and then with this one you play like smaller characters in Game of Thrones it uh-huh. doesn't you're, you're not really affecting the story mm. at all it's more like you're kind of behind the scenes so like
2: contributing to the story exactly right. so
3: um, like uh, The Red Wedding uh, is how they open wow. the first one. You don't see the red wedding. You just know that they're they're in their meeting, and you're outside with the rest of the army who's getting slaughtered.
2: That's tight. So oh, you okay. have to fight
3: your way through it.
2: That's very cool. Oh, okay.
3: So what happens is it's it's just like if you take like Mass Effect or any of those kind of games where you have to make decisions, and that's right. how Telltale Games is a great way of um of exploring is because of the fact that. Anything that you say will change the end of your game. That's wow. how that works. That's, that's and how's the
1: overall, overall gameplay the graphics? How does it look?
3: The graphics are pretty much, to me, you know, a lot of people are cha- are changing their opinion on it. But I feel like it's pretty much just the same HD quality and the detail and everything that, like, the Walking Dead game had. Where uh-huh. you can find little things and the it's very clear... Um, the audio is really good, which I had problems with with Walking Dead, where sometimes you couldn't hear very well. Like, they were kind of in the background. Right. But with this one, they've definitely changed a few of the glitches and the bugs. And I, I like it. And I feel like they, they're... Your, your thinking time, they've changed it. So That's now right. you have to, you actually have to think of the first thing that comes to your brain. But Walking the Dead, first, they gave you good... The
2: first thing that comes to my brain is w- when you have the game, can you bring it so that I can borrow it? Yeah,
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> so wait, sure. so that, like, <laughs> last thing on this so when we yeah, move sure. on to the GTA, is, is it is it, is it uh, it's a console, right? It's, it's Xbox, yes. PlayStation, yes. everything? Okay. Mm-hmm. So you,
3: you, can da- you, you can download it from uh, the uh, PlayStation Network or, you know, Xbox or anything like that. I, I downloaded, you can do it episode by episode, which is meaningless Like it gives you about a good amount of an hour um, of content. But if you get the season pass, which is what I got, which is twenty four ninety nine. But if you buy it per episode, it's four ninety nine. Right. At least on the PlayStation Network, I'm not sure how much. I'm not sure how much it is on Xbox Live, but um, on the PlayStation Network, I paid twenty four. So every time an episode comes out, I get to play it. But it's pretty much just it's it's like an hour long. That's tight. Episode. I like the concept. Yeah, right. it's very cool, and I I think that if you are a huge fan of Game of Thrones and you love to play video games where you kind of feel like you're in. This, the, is, this the, is the one, huh? The universe. You should play it. It's really okay. not that bad. A lot of people had a, had problems with the reviews that I read with the first episode because it was pretty short. Right. But the two and on, there's supposed to be more things. But you know, if you paid in the beginning for it, and you're like, "What is this? This took. This was really short." So you feel like it's not. It's going to be like that. But I played the second episode, and it's really good. Okay, so cool. I well, give. I give my thumbs up. There uh, it is.
1: What about uh? What's going on with this with with, with this Grand Theft Auto? Okay, <laughs> so.
3: Grand Theft Auto um uh online is having a it was giving out the the heists um that you can you can pay for yeah, where so you get to I do I was
1: so excited I didn't do it yes. yet. I was ready for this. I'm like yes. this is
3: fun. finally. And guess what happened it because crashed. everybody else was excited the servers crashed. Right. So finally. I do have an update that Rockstar Games has passed along a statement addressing the online issues finally because at first they weren't even talking about. It. Like there was no customer service, there was no nothing. It was just kind of you're just left in the dark. And the heists are back are now and they're running. So you should be able to play it now with no problems, and if you do, you should have a way of being able to uh to get it. You gotta
2: let me borrow this, bruh. It's it's really good. Um
3: if you it's up to you. I don't know how you guys feel about like watching people who do these kind of playthroughs, but I know somebody who's really, really awesome, who gets really detail oriented. His name is CJ um or Curtis Jackson. Um he actually (laughs) (laughs) No, no. (laughs) His name is Curtis Jackson, which is awesome. He No, like he's he's a really nice guy. He's a good friend of mine, but he does he does video game reviews for a living. And um and he uh, and he was doing the highest he he buys every game that's there he also does retro games as well uh like nintendo you know nes and stuff like that and he will and he will go into detail he'll show you like where all the little like little um easter eggs and stuff like that it's really awesome you should check him out on uh, twitch.com and you can find him on uh thatcj okay. and he's really really cool and he can explain to you about everything and you can ask him questions live like it's it's a great way to to, to talk to everybody about it instead of just, like, listening from me. Because you can watch him play and talk about it as well. Cool.
1: There so. it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, GameStop, Apple Pay, you know. Okay, I was fine.
3: doing this for you. Because <laughs> okay. um, I thought this was pretty interesting that uh, um, I was reading about it because I didn't know that this was a thing. Uh, that GameStop decided that they were going to do Apple Pay, and they're going to have it in uh, 4,200 stores cool. uh, worldwide. Um, it should be completely by the end of the month. I believe they're supposed to be doing, but they've been. It's been open since Tuesday. Great. Some people are kind of like okay with it, and awesome. some people are not. <laughs> <Sounds>
1: <laughs> I'm with it. Awesome. I, 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 I use Apple Pay for the first time. Uh, are, are you serious? I did. I, I used uh, it. No,
3: oh, don't leave.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they're tracking us, man. Yeah. I, I, I use it, it at a uh, uh, right there in Hollywood Vine at the uh, Walgreens or the CVS right there, mm-hmm. and you, I fingerprints and fingerprint? it was cool. I mean, it just came on my phone. I was like, "Oh!" and I didn't. It happened. I paid. Wow! I got all my condoms and everything. Oh (laughs) my god! Kidding.
3: Uh, I, I do have care. a I,
1: I have a quote from what? Kidding. what? <laughs> I'm kidding I'm, I'm going to no,
3: continue uh, my my story here wow. guys yes go ahead. Um, the cordi- <laughs> yeah. okay so the senior vice president from GameStop Jason uh, Cotron, is supporting Apple Pay because it will make it easier and more convenient for people to shop at GameStop nice. uh, he continued to say providing us positive memorable customer experience is our top priority uh, incorporating the latest in mobile technology like Apple Pay into our stores is another way we are off customers' uh, options to help simplify their purchases. Now, I wanted to get, uh, Joe, um, your opinion on this, because I feel like how much more simpler can you get with purchasing a video game? Like, yeah. really? You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, it... it, it well, GameStop, it, 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 it takes forever at GameStop anyway, always. It's always a line no matter where you're doing. Really? Man. Which GameStop are you going to? The, the, the one in Burbank, like... Uh, okay, because, that
3: makes more sense. Yeah,
1: because there's, you know, their locations are never this big. They're always kind yeah. of small.
3: Unless you go to the one in Universal. I think that's the one. That's a
1: huge one. I like yeah. that. That's a big one. Also, there's, there's one in uh, Hollywood and same back in... A, on. Um, La Brea and um, Santa Monica, that's also pretty good. the Best yeah. Buy. The Best Buy I like. But, um, yeah. I mean, they're all, they're all usually pretty small locations, and, and frankly, there's a lot of people in there doing a lot of business, especially during the holidays. And so, my issue with GameStop is always just sort of waiting in line. After yeah. after, after, after I do my shopping, it's waiting in line with, with you know, this, it, this. It, it takes away the whole brick and mortar experience. I wish I could just go do it online somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you have it. Apple yeah. uh, yeah,
3: so. <laughs> <laughs> But it's funny, speaking of Haley, that, um, Apple has stressed that it's taking security very seriously with Apple Pay when you add a credit or debit card to the service. The actual numbers are stored on the device itself or even the Apple server. I know what
2: Apple Pay is about. I know (laughs) what they tell
1: us.
3: I just wanted to just wanted to let you know. I know what
2: you're reading, I
1: know what they're (laughs) telling us. (laughs) It's completely <laughs> different from maybe what's happening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that, Alexis You're uh, welcome. Uh, before we get out of here, we want to touch on uh, the Apple keynote a little bit. Um, we know when a big a, Apple dropped a giant, another keynote. Where they where they when they try to convince us again that Apple is the best thing in the world? And they got the best products, and you know, um, with the, the normal fanfare and Tim Cook and the, the highlights. The, the three highlights were number one, the, the Apple Watch, the MacBook, the new MacBook, <coughs> and also HBO Now. Uh, let's talk about this Apple Watch. I'm on record saying that I'm on board. You're on record as saying what? Achilles <laughs> Lay it Shining? out. Lay it out your argument, bro. Why are you on board? It looks fresh. Okay. It looks cool okay no, I, I I just I don't know I, 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 i'm I'm really falling to that into the big sucker pile of I like the idea of the the, the, the knob, the functionality. you like the idea All- of the knob. I think it's good I, I really like the I really like and want the fitness situation I've been wanting to do this okay I've been wanting to do this for a long time right but I've been holding off for the Apple watch because I feel like it'll give me that plus a bunch of other things the price point at 350 didn't seem like that unreasonable. Like, like it was that unreasonable to me I don't know the 10 grand 17 grand is not my thing but I don't know I'm really okay. excited about it go
2: okay this this is my take I think yeah if you have disposable income great go buy it because I think what Apple's doing I don't see the Apple watch as a technology product I see it as an add-on to your your, to your phone, and that's what they're trying to do. Hey, here's an Apple Watch to get more people to buy iPhones. You right. can't even use the watch without an iPhone, right. so it's not 350 an investment. It's more like a grand. Once you buy the phone and the watch, you spent about a G. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I think what the Apple Watch does, I don't think it's too far off from what, what your phone does. Like I said earlier when we were talking, it's just shaving shaving off seconds for yeah. you to for you pulling out your phone or holding your phone to you just raising your wrist. And maybe that's the selling point for some people. Yeah. But I don't see that first generation.
1: I don't see that as 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 a Big as a big pull for me to go buy it. I think it's a huge problem that there's you no know, you can't go buy an Apple Watch as, as as a replacement for your phone. I mean, I think right. that like take, I think that the, the the promise of the Apple Watch when you when it was conceived is like, oh, I don't need a phone now, I have my watch, right. which is not the case. This isn't you're not receiving phone calls to your to your watch. People are asking like, well, how come? How do I talk to people? How do I dial a number? I, right. I mean, that's you use your contacts. It's basically linked to your phone, and you can do all that stuff from your watch. But you're still tethered. Exactly. So I mean, you and know, may, and maybe I'm naive because we haven't we haven't
2: experienced it yet. Yeah. Um, but maybe I mean that's what the selling point is: is the user experience. They're they're changing the user experience of how you play with your apps, how you get information, and so maybe maybe this this method. <laughs> it's like really 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 something versus right. what we what we're what we typically do with our phones. But I just man, I just don't I don't see what's going to happen like a year from now when it's but the, the new Apple Watch like how much more different will it be? So I have to pay out another 350 for it? Like I just don't see that happening over and over yeah, again. And I wonder
1: because the will be it you know you wonder about the design and the new Technology of up, the hardware upgrades on it because the right. software is one thing they could say, Oh, keep your timepiece. Because, exactly. like, so the thing about that watch is it's a timepiece. It's be really right. timeless. It's like mm. something you hand down. This they, is my old watch, you know. Yeah. No one's, I mean, I'm not handing my old calculator watch from the 80s down to my, to my I <laughs> my kids. I mean, it might be worth something now. It might be, but so we'll see. I, 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 I'm, I just, I guess I'll say that, uh, I'm not going to go blindly and just buy it, but I definitely want, want to check it out. You're going to be the first one in line. Stop I will it. be in line, but I'd love to see, you know, what's, what's going on. Um, okay. So, um, also, what about the so what about the MacBook situation? The MacBook looks beautiful. They're doing the whole colors. They're giving you the rose gold. They're giving you the space gray. It looks clean, clean. They're giving you all that stuff. It looks super clean. Everything about it is amazing. I love it. Yeah, uh, it just doesn't seem like it's enough computer to me. What would your thoughts? Yeah, you know I mean, I think for. For guys like us that, that use Apple
2: products for, for, for our career, for our, our companies, like we're, we're pro users. Like I don't think the new, this, this new joint is suitable for us in terms of just like the specs. I think in terms of a person that wants to buy their first computer or, or have something that's lightweight that can, you know, handle yeah. blogging, emailing, um, surfing the net is perfect. You know what I'm saying? Um, and the price point is pretty steep, but I, I, I think it's going to kill the, the air. I think the air is on its way out. Yep. Um, but for me, I pro- if I had like, an uh, extra couple stacks and I already had my, my my MacBook Pro or whatever, um, I'd probably buy that too. But yeah, I don't, I don't think that, I wouldn't recommend someone to buy it if they were trying to like do editing or, right. or anything like that. Yeah, yeah I sorry.
1: agree. Uh, last but not least, we'll, we we'll get out of here. We'll, we we'll get, we'll to out of here and wrap. But HBO now, um, it, it's, part of the cord cutting revolution. You don't like it. You don't like it because it's 15 bucks and what, what, what is this going to add up to when mm-hmm. you, I, I, like the idea of being able to tailor make your experience. So mm-hmm. you, you know, right now my kid is 140. So I, if I, if I say 15, 15, 20, 20, 20 15, I may come up to 75 and be cool mm-hmm. and have everything I want but um i mean hbo now is something that i think is, it could be cool so we we'll, we'll, we'll see uh, but uh you're out on that
2: right? I mean, i'll just say this like i i understand the strategy right. i think it's good in terms of what apple's doing because really the really the sell is not hbo now it's the sell is more apple tvs they're dropping the price from 99 bucks to 79 bucks they want more households to have apple tvs yep. versus roku's versus whatever versus so xbox ones exactly <laughs> so i think that's good that's a good strategy for apple but in terms of me who likes to consume content paying 15 bucks a month for one channel I think it's ridiculous okay, well, I think you get the content As a millennial you People will get the content From other sources Torrent They'll download it They'll, they'll figure out You saw an else's HBO Go account They'll figure right. out a way To get the content No one's going to pay 15 bucks for it
1: Okay We disagree on that But I, <laughs> but I hear you on that uh, That's it for us man. We, we'll, we'll talk about uh, Chappie and South by Southwest And some other stuff A little bit more next week uh, That's all I got Alexis working with the Folks finding you
3: you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at A-Tour and Facebook at ATORES890. You can also find me here at AfterBuzz for uh, Castle After Show and Face Off.
2: Cool. Akili? Okay. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Akili Shine, A-K-I-L-I-S-H-I-N-E.
1: And where can folks find you, bruh? Uh, on Instagram and Twitter at Joe K Braswell, also on our sister's network AfterBuzz, doing the blacklist after shows and Bates and Motel after shows as well. Thank you so much for listening and downloading and watching Geek Nerd Tech. We will see you next week.
0: From producers Maria Menounos, Dario Christian, Tiana Hobson, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire BHL crew, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us at info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook tweet us or instagram us at bhl online and i'm your bhl announcer scipio instagram me at planet scipio thank you for tuning in hollywood Hollywood redefined
3: redefined.
0: the views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of bhl or its owners or principals